Welcome back. Welcome back to, to the O'Neill Africa Experience. the amazing music of Daniel Caesar. The song is called Get You and it features Kali. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the O'Neill Africa Experience on a Friday afternoon. And we are powered by hashtag Castle Lights Unlocks. And as always, I am not by myself hanging out with my co-pilot, Mr. 37 MPH himself. How are you doing? Beep, 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 beep. We need to do something about this. <laughs> <laughs> Cacophony. That's yeah, what that is. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. Looking snazzy as always. Thanks, bro. I'm He's uh, always trying to outshine the guests as well as me. Nah, man. This you know, him. I'm trying to step into my shoes as a superstar producer. You know, this I gotta, is I'm gunning. I'm gunning for the most, uh, the best dressed music producer, the most stylish, the most eloquent, the most everything. You know, oh, wow, producer. Oh wow, music producer. This is Do great. I really have competition? I think. I think. I think. I mean, coffee. Coffee's good. Mm. You know what I mean. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to gun for the top position. This know. is amazing. Look wise, sound wise, everything wise, you know, vibe wise. <laughs> Mostly <any>, vibe wise. <laughs> any any man who buttons his shirt all the way up to the top without a tie, just know he's doing his thing. That's how I know. That's how you know. Says so so says the guy just the guy with the, Listen, with the I just up. I did that as soon as I saw you, I was like, Oh, I gotta button I gotta button all the way up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be an awesome show today. I'm super excited about this artist because, and I thought I was the only one. So when I read up on him, or the first time when I heard his single, I thought he sounded so much. Or he was in the same league as the Dino Caesars. I'm a huge Neo Soul fan. And then I read an article um, on you, and they just happened to mention that they actually put you on the same league as uh, the likes of Daniel Caesar. I don't know if that's an insult or it's a compliment, but I, I guess I'm struggling to just put you in any um, meaningless category. I feel like you're just up there, man. By the way, in studio, we are joined by Langa Mavuso yes. and um, a, a super talented man. Thank you. First of all, I didn't even want you to stop rehearsing when you were rehearsing. That's how amazing <laughs> you are. Thank you. So yeah, so let's go back to my question. Uh, being compared to the likes of Daniel Caesar, how does that make you feel? Do you know, 
I, I think people get, start to like have an uproar when people compare me to other people or they go, it's the next John Legend or the Mzansi John Legend or the Mzansi Daniel Caesar. And I think that it means that my music is at, is at that taste level for people. Um, but also, I think that's the closest thing that they can kind of latch onto when it comes to me in, just in terms of like, um, artist caliber, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't take it like negatively. It's like when someone tastes crocodile for the first time and they say it tastes like chicken, they just don't have the palate kind of knowledge to, to actually explain it properly. But chicken is the closest texture that they, they have to that crocodile. So You've I think that's what people crocodile? are doing many times. How did that happen? There's a place in, in the West. It's called, it's like a meat place. Wow. What is it called? Something, like it's in the West. Like, but who, who just, where they just have imagine? meat? The first person who just saw a crocodile and thought, wow. Let's eat it. I think this thing would taste <laughs> amazing. What about the first person who decided to fry an egg? Never mind that. The first person who decided to tongue kiss. <laughs> Stopping at at the lips. Where is this going, guys? Stopping at the lips. And then somebody decided, you know what? Let's go further. I think the tongue (laughs) must go in. That means we can question a lot of other things that happen, you know? Uh, I feel like we're going down a rabbit hole. Very, yeah, a, a very bad. Yeah, let's stop while we still are here. Uh, in studio, we are hanging out with the super talented Langa Mavuso. Um, look, I, I try and stay away from questions that you've had over and over again about yeah. how you started this, that, and the other. The bottom line is you have talent, but who identified okay. you as a talent um, before we got exposed to what you do? So I think I, I used to. Like, like I lived in a complex when I was growing up and they, we were like, when you live in a complex, you play with all the kids that live around there, you know, and your parents are comfortable with you being outside the house because it's pretty secure. And we'd play different games and we would imitate things that we'd seen on TV sometimes. So pop stars was big then. There was a show called Taina then. Um, so. After school, we would come together and we'd be like, okay, today we're playing pop stars and we're going to be at Dila. You can be this one and this one and this one and this one. And we would sing. And one day, um, Pumeza, who's actually, what's that guy's name? Shota. Shota's yes. wife. She lived okay. in the complex and she was, she was young then before everything, you know, and she was like, uh, you can really sing, just sing from your stomach. And she made me sing, she played a Whitney Houston song and then she made me sing it with Whitney. Then she, she switched off the radio and I continued and I could hit all the notes. And she was like, you see? Wow. And it was, that was the moment for Do me. Do you remember what song you sang from Whitney? It was, um, I believe the children are the, fu- the what's that song called? It. I can't sing it now. It, the greatest my love range of is gone. My range is gone. The greatest love of all. Yes. No, I was beep, nine beep, year, that was beep, nine years, when, when I was nine years old. You can imagine my range was like humongous. Just do a, do a verse for us. Just the verse. I'll do the beginning. Okay. I believe the children are the future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride. To make it easier, let the children's laughter remind us how we used to be. Everybody searching for a hero. People need someone to look up to. I never find anyone 
to fulfill my needs A lonely place to be And so I learned to depend on me Mm. <laughs> I, can't do that. I decided long ago never to walk in anyone's shadow. If I pray, if I succeed, at least I lived as I believe. No matter what they take from me, they can't take away. Now I have to sing it in falsetto. When I was young, I could sing it in full in full voice. But when you started, I felt like uh, the key was a little too high. It felt like. But that's the that's the normal key. I could sing yeah. it in the normal key. Yeah, yeah. That, okay, look, that's how it was. Look clearly. Um, wow, that's an incredible story. Yeah, then puberty happened. <laughs> do you ever do you think back or do you speak to her? I saw her once at um at Black Coffee's house. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, dude, you're the reason." Why? And she was like, "She didn't remember." And really? I was like, what, dude? We were in your house doing like dance moves to Brenda Fassi, and then she, then she remembered when I told her about the routines we used to do at her uncle's house in the complex, and she's like, "Oh, you were so little then." Um, it's so amazing. I think, you know, when, she was older than us at that time, and yeah. I'm sure it was just like, "Ah, these kids." That, you know, it's one thing to be able to sing, sorry. It's yeah. one thing to be able to sing, to have the voice for it. But as an artist, you also have to identify yourself. You have to have some kind of identity, your yeah. signature. How do you settle into that? Is it um, a personal decision or do you have a team that molds you into the role or into um, the type of artist you eventually become? I think, I think there's a number of things that kind of influence the sound that you kind of develop for yourself i think your influences will will kind of in, um affect the sound that you make um the music you constantly play or listen to uh will affect that um i think my education my music education has influenced the sound that i have but also um there comes a time man when you just discover your own voice and you realize especially for me when i write i i write songs that oftentimes other people struggle to sing because it just kind of fits my range, you know. Um, I've seen a couple of covers of my songs on YouTube and I was like, I don't know, my songs are hard to sing, you know. And that kind of made me realize because it's my sound and it makes sense for my voice and just the way that I move um, is just, it's innate to me, you know. It's easy for me because, I don't know, it's just it's just how I move. Yeah, I think that's where it comes from. So... Back back to the thing of of having that lady, you know, influence you. So, yeah. what what's your vibe when, like, you know, when you meet a kid and that's like, and and uh, they might have the ability mm. or have the desire to do it and not have the ability. What's your vibe when meeting a young person and and you influencing them and and you know, getting them on a trajectory or getting them to believe in themselves to be somebody? I think whenever I meet young talented kids, I always try to encourage them to go further with it you know and start um trying to invest in some sort of education it doesn't have to be the most expensive school or the most expensive singing teacher if there's a choir in your area that's going to help um it's going to help you understand uh your voice it's going to help you understand uh how sounds work in a collective because even when you're not singing in a choir and you're in a band it, the dynamics have to work and you also learn just little things that that make you better at what you do i always encourage kids to take part in whatever 
um, space that they have to, to, to involve themselves in music. Often kids that come from underprivileged places, I think the best place is usually church for them, you know. Church is a music institute for me. I believe some of the best musicians in the world come from church. Um, especially if you want to be in R&B and soul music, like that's the pillar of, of this, of the genre, you know. Um, and I always encourage kids to, to, to try and create opportunities for themselves, right? Uh, we live in a world where we have this internet and we have Wi-Fi at coffee shops for the whole day. You buy a 20 rand coffee and you can sit at the, at the cafe, at the coffee shop for the whole day just because you bought one cup. And the internet can be your friend, you know. Um, create, uh, your work. First understand who you are. Start to create work of a, of, 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 of a high quality, I, I believe. Um, and then share it and be consistent in that and persistent about it, you know. You can't post it once and then think, that's going to be the only time that you need to post. People want to be fed over and over again and reassured of, of your work. So I always say consistency is key, but also persistence is key. Even if people aren't opening doors for you, like break the wall and build a door. Are you aware of how talented you are? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, kind of sit down on the couch and go, mm, I'm so amazing. <laughs> um, but I do know that I have a gift, right? And I, and I have to take care of it and I have to use it in a way that allows the gift not to be mine alone, you know? Um, I'm merely a vessel of a message, you know? I need to open myself up so that people can see themselves through the music, you know. I even even in my writing, I try not to always tell the full story. Mm. I try to leave space uh, so you can you can kind of relate and finish off the story for yourself, and it becomes your story and your song and your moment. You know, I love it when people come up to me and they go, "Oh my God, I had a breakup! Breakup, and this song was just everything. Or oh, it healed me because it it means that the music is no longer mine, and it's it's." Past the selfish kind of part of making music, which is like I'm making it to kind of heal myself and, 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 and let go of this feeling. But it becomes selfless because now I give you this so you can find the feeling and the healing in it, you know. Um, so that's the work for me. The gift is given so that it can multiply to others. How protective are you of your artistry? Um, I don't know. I don't know how protective I am of my artistry, but I try to keep what what is mine to me because I think that is uh, my legacy and the inheritance that I'll leave for for those who come after me, uh, whether it be my family or just anyone who'll be a, a part of my life as we go along. So it's important for me to protect uh, what I do and ownership of it is super, super important because... Life kind of is just about ownership, if we think about it. Um, the reason why you get paid when you're employed is because someone is owning your time for, for a certain period, and they're paying for your time. So every exchange, every con contra contract in life kind of deals with ownership. And whenever you look, of, look at it, you need to look at the opportunity cost of that, of that ownership whenever you get into any kind of contract or relationship with people. So... The ownership of your work is so important. Um, and we're seeing it now with, with Matrosa and, and, and Zara, yes. you know, where he went and created something that the world loves 
And we know Zara's always been doing this, you know. We all walk into Zara and you're like, eh, it looks a little bit like Gucci. Let me get it, you know. Um, it's going to make me feel as good as I would if I wore a Gucci. Um, but now it's happening at home. And the question is, how are we going to protect his ownership, you know? And, or, or how is he going to protect the ownership of the thing that he, he was given, that he created, you know? Um, yeah. Let's explore your relationship briefly with uh, with Black Coffee. You mm-hmm. are signed to his label. So listen. Yes. How did that happen? Social media. <laughs> so I'd kind of been working on music over a period of time, I think about two years, writing my own music and recording it. Um, and then I I used to just create visual work to, to accompany the music and I'd post it on Instagram and Twitter just to, to try and get as much attention as I could, you know. So I made an EP and the purpose of the EP was to gain attention of executives in music and also just like to gain gigs, you know. And that helped me get in, that helped me go and do the second EP with Red Bull. Um, and while I was shooting the, doing, recording the second EP, I shot some behind the scenes and I shot a video of one of my songs. Um, and when I came back to Joburg, I posted it on Twitter and Instagram, uh, kind of switched, my phone died after I posted it and it kind of blew up, you know, it was trending. My phone only switched on the next day. Um, and then I go on my social media and it's going crazy. And one of the DMs are from Black Coffee and he's like, he'd love to work with me. So we got into studio two days later, I think. Uh, we started writing and recording for his new project. Um, and I said to him, I'd I'd love to share some of my other music because I know you've only seen the video. Mm. Um, And I shared it with him and he then offered me a contract, you know. Um, But because of my my idea and relationship with ownership, we spent five months (laughs) negotiating the contract. Um, And after five months of negotiating, I signed a deal with them and now I'm with them and I'm due to, to release an album under Solistic Music. And um, some more visuals to accompany that. Okay. Yeah. In studio right now, Langa Mavuso, we're hanging out with him. He's about to perform for us. What's the first song you're performing for us? Oh, I'm going to perform a song that I wrote with someone who's actually calling me now, Zoe Mudeja, an amazing artist. Super talented. We've had him yeah. on the show before. Yeah. So we wrote the song together. It's called Home. Okay. Um, do you guys want me to do all the songs at once or just... Like I think uh, you want to do a medley? Do a medley. Do a medley from okay. home on to Sunday blues. Okay. Cool. That's cool. Ladies and gentlemen, the the multi-talented, super talented, uh, Langa Mavuso is going to perform for us. You are still hanging out on the O'Neill Africa Experience, and we are powered by hashtag Castle Light Unlocked. So I do hope that you're still getting your tickets, by the way. Are you ready for, for Chance the Rapper? Oh, you're going to be away. I'm away. Because man. we are not, we're too, we're like, we're just not good enough for you. Listen, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand this whole thing of dance music and, and get myself positioned to be, uh, that producer that I want to be. Wow. Did you hear that bullshit answer? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm going to catch coffee, uh, performing at some, there's some gig that he's doing there. I want to just see something different, you know? Cool. Different experience. I respect that. No, yeah. look, I'm just messing around. I know what you are. Yeah. Look, I know what you're trying to do, and it's yeah, it's admirable. Boom. Thank you. It's admirable. Okay. Thank cool. You. Welcome to Acoustic Fridays. Mm-hmm.
exclusive to the O'Neill Africa Experience. Standing by. Standing by, ladies and gentlemen, the super talented Langa Mavuso.
You're now listening to the O'Neill Africa Experience. Wow, wow, we wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what a treat. Did you steal my headphones and Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how does that make you feel after a performance? How do you feel after every performance? Um, whoa, what did MPH do? Um, a l- little exhausted, but um always filled. I don't know, man. It just fills me up. Mm. It fills me up a lot, man. Like it's a gift. It's a gift and it's the most beautiful thing about it is that you can share it. You Are you know? spiritual? Um I I think I am, but not in a traditional sense, you know. I try to go to church. Um I'm 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 kind of in an exploration right now like in my life. I'm I'm trying to to understand more of the role that your ancestors play in your life. Um with what I believe in, you know. So I'm kind of searching for those kinds of answers. Um and it's funny, I've started praying, but after I pray then I'll say Tagazelo Zazekai to recognize the to people ident- who identity. Bro. Yeah. I think that's what's happening is that I'm I'm in a place where I'm 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 trying to find where I come from to understand who I am. You it's know? important. Yeah. It's important. What do you understand love to be? Uh, I think the greatest gift in the world, you know, um, it's ever, it's ever changing. Um, I don't think love ever dies. Um, I think it's the one thing that we can all relate to, uh, everyone. I don't think there's anyone who's never felt love on some degree, you know, and the best thing about it is that, is that it never dies, you know, it evolves. I, I, whenever someone dies, I always says, say that this is like a love evolution. You know, I need to learn to love you without you being present. You know, and even when a breakup happens, it's like, I need to love you in a new way. I don't need your attachment. I don't need to see you every day. I don't need to reassure you. I don't need your affection. I can love you from a distance. Um, and me letting you go is a form of love as well because I understand that our growth and evolution doesn't allow us to be in the same space constantly anymore. But there was a time when I was with you and I clinged onto you, but because I love you, I can also let go. What is life? Uh, life is this thing that we didn't have a choice to be in. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we were just, we, we just, at some point, we were just conscientized, like, okay, I'm alive. I don't know how it happened, um, but I'm here. There's different theories, you know, of how we are here and why it works that we're here. Um, but I, I cherish it because we're here now, and I, and I believe that everyone has a purpose, and that purpose involves service on some degree, you know. Um, I think everyone, whatever your purpose is, it's always something that is of service to others, you know. Um, So your gifts are are the things that you need to use to fulfill that purpose. How do you deal with pain? I cry (laughs) a lot and I write. I cry and I write a lot Um, and I sing about it, you know. Um, How else do I deal with pain? I don't know. There was a time in my life when I used to try to ignore it and distract myself. But now I'm in a place where I realize 
how much writing helps and how much talking about it helps and how much just sitting in the feeling helps, but not to wallow in it, mm. to sit in it, to feel it and let it go, you know, because when you don't sit in it and, 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 and understand what it is, you, you kind of just, it sits there and it's waiting for its opportunity to kind of come through, mm. you know, Whereas I think when you when you try to sit in it and understand it and write about it, because when you write, you sometimes find the answers to your problems, you know. Because now it's kind you're seeing it like retrospectively, you know. It's like something that happened, and now you're reading it and you're like, "This is my perspective on it." And then years later, you read it and you're like, "Actually, I was mad, but I was actually the one that was wrong," you know. Yeah. Um, the more you grow, like, and and that's why I like journals because. Um, you go back and you're like, whoa, I understand the whole situation better now. Yeah. Um, and now that I'm reading it, like, I understand how I used to see it. Um, but this is what it meant. And these were the lessons from it. And this, and the lessons also happened over time because now you see them in your, in your life and in, in your realization of your part, like your part in whatever pain. Hindsight is yeah. always 22. Yeah. 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 Are you in love right now? Um, with my music, yeah. <laughs> yes, with the music. Nice try. With the music, <laughs> I'm I, I'm I'm very single. Describe your 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 relationship with whatever it is that you're in love with. Ah, uh, the music. <laughs> Something tells me you're not just in love with your music. No, I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm very single. I go everywhere with my cousin. We live together. Okay. Um, Why are you single? Because things don't always work, you know. Things don't always work, and we must let go when they don't work. I can love you from a distance. Do you think you're a sensitive person? Very. Artists are, are known to be unusually sensitive. I don't think it's the artist thing, you know. I just think um there was a betrayal in my trust um in the past relationship that I was in. Uh and I think I had I'd loved too much that many times I kind of looked past many things. I was just like, It's fine, I love you, we'll work through it. It's fine, I love you, I will work through it. Until it got to a point where I was like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Now it's like a whole book with mm. chapters of things that have gone that have gone down and like a person can only take so much and no matter how much i love you i can't compromise myself to the point of like not recognizing myself in the mirror because i've compromised myself so far you know um yeah that's why i'm single i think love will find me later do you think you're over your partner completely please think about this mm, before you no answer. definitely not you're not i don't even have to think about it Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> In studio, hanging out with Laga Mavuso. <laughs> <laughs> How do we have to go there? <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, okay, fine. I'll let you go. I know you've got a busy Please. schedule. Please. What are you up to? What's next on your menu? I'm working on an album. Um, I'm gonna be recording with with MPH some more. We nice. did a track, yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm also recording with a guy named Bobele, um, Ella N. Just people I've worked with for a long time. 
that's that's my focus right now just the album the album the album the album yeah and then everything else will come after you know i'm trying to write the best music do we have songwriting awards in south africa it's samaria yeah, yeah sure. i want sang- i want songwriting awards more than i those want those are the like, best ones you know you, you know, know? So- songwriting awards take you to like boston they take you to berkeley you, that's what i want i want yeah. people to go those are the best ones man that arrangement, those lyrics, they're amazing. Yeah. More than like hype, you know. Yeah, just, hype dies. That's it. You, you know. But you know, I, I really think I think you're an amazing artist. Thank you. That's just what I thank think. You. Look, be even if I hadn't listened to your music and I'd spoken to you and I'd spent time with you, I would still think you're an amazing artist. Thank you, man. I think music industry in general, and I'm by that I'm not referring to um, South African music landscape or mm. African. I just think music in general needs um, people who are passionate, people who bring themselves uh, to whatever it is that they're doing, and yeah. people who are extremely conscious about what they what they are doing. Mm. And I think you you are one of the few artists I've spoken to that you know it's in your your soul. You are the soul. You're the soul. You are the soul yourself. Thank you. And I think that's truly remarkable. I do hope that you continue to sow and do extremely well in whatever it is that you're doing. And uh, please come back and share your gift with us again. I will. I will. And thank you for having me because part of the reason why the music landscape is the way it is is because radio shapes the consumer's taste level. You know, and when you guys support us and you bring us in and you tell, and you're telling me that you've had a Zoe Mutecha here or you're bringing in an urban village, it yeah. just means so much to me because those are musicians that I really respect and love. Yeah. And, um, you're giving us the platform to, to grow our audiences, but also to grow your guys' consumers' taste level, you know, because Certainly. then they also Certainly. know that they can't consume the same chippies, all the time, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. They know that this this is what we want and this is what we, we we want to consume. And I do think there's a music renaissance happening, you know. I feel like uh the internet has opened up so many kids. And I will say privileged kids. Mm-hmm. It's opened privileged kids up to to more music. And, and I see it with like these SoundCloud artists who can now come to South Africa and play big shows. Yeah. You know, we can yeah. see that people are... are are going are actively investing in mining for for the gold mm. that's out there. So I'm hopeful, man. I'm so hopeful that people will uplift the music that that will take us further as as a people. You know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mr. Thirty Seven MPH. Thank you very much for joining boop, us boop, today. Boop, boop. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. <laughs> yeah, man. Stay locked. I mean, I'm always into gadgety things. I'm yeah. into the the nerdy stuff. So I'm really, really liking the fact that your 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 sole purpose is to win the background awards, yeah. the songwriting. That's the stuff that I lives that's, forever. That's 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 the good stuff, man. That is the stuff that that's lives forever. Stuff. So kudos on yourself. You know, I'm a big fan of your work. I'm you know? a big fan of yours, yeah. man. Yeah. Cool stuff. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. And do not forget, we are powered by hashtag Castle Light Unlocks. And yes, it's finally here. It's finally here. <laughs> Make sure that you get your tickets. It's happening at Ticket Pro Dome. 
Uh, please go to Computicket for all your tickets. And um, when you do eventually go, make sure you party responsibly. We're going to be all out there. And hopefully, you want to come? Would you like I to come? I want to come. Please give me a ticket on you. Okay, cool. So we're going to make this work. We're going to make this work. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here. Thank you very much. The O'Neill. O'Neill. Africa Experience.